As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. Scripture is full of great victory and also great tragedy. And today we come to what is, I believe, one of the great tragedies of the Bible. It is one of the saddest pictures of a home uh, I think I've ever seen. And it is found in the story of Ananias and Sapphira. Now, remember, it's not just about them because it's about what God is doing. It's the big picture. And so it's not just about their home. Sometimes we get selfish even about our family. We forget we're, we're a part of what God is doing in this world. Don't miss that. And when the outside persecution didn't stop the church in the opening chapters of the book of Acts, the devil tried to bring trouble inside the church. See, there is always spiritual warfare. So when you come to Acts chapter number 5, try to get God's vantage point on this. Satan is still trying to thwart the plan and purpose of God. Everything God ordains, Satan opposes. And when God is blessing, Satan is fighting. And the flesh is weak. And so we come to Acts chapter 5 and verse 1. It says, But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira his wife sold a possession. Now, let's pause just a moment because we're picking up right where Acts chapter 4 left off. Do you remember Barnabas sold a piece of land, brought the money, laid it at the apostles' feet? And it wasn't just Barnabas. Uh, All of these believers were doing this. They were bringing sacrificial gifts and offerings to minister to the needy in that early assembly. It was beautiful, wonderful what was going on. I, I, I want to warn you, at the high holy moments, Satan loves to get his foot in the door. And at the most spiritual times, we can become so carnal. Uh, so guard your heart and guard your home. And Ananias and Sapphira go through the motions and mechanics of bringing a gift. They too sold a possession. They too bring an offering. Were they trying to keep up with Barnabas? I don't know. I don't know what their initial motive was, but in the process, they sinned grievously against the Lord. The Bible says in verse 2, they kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? Whiles it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. Notice, he said a moment ago that he had lied to the Holy Ghost. Now he says he's lied to God. It's just one more scriptural reminder that the Holy Ghost is God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. 
And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. And great fear came upon all the church, and upon as many as heard these things. What a sad story. Ananias and Sapphira with with so much promise and so much potential, and so very easily could have been a family like Barnabas. But instead, they're the exact opposite. In fact, everything we've been studying about Brother Barnabas uh, this is the opposite. This is the contrast. I think God gives positive and negative examples so he can say to us, this is what you should do, this is what you should not do. So, What was it that Ananias and Sapphira did? Well, first of all, the Bible says they kept back part. May I say to you, the Lord is looking for wholehearted consecration. They kept back part. The exact opposite of Barnabas. Barnabas gave everything. Uh, Barnabas was, was all in. But this couple had some portion, some part they wanted to keep for themselves. And before you're too quick to judge, I want to ask you to search your own heart because Acts 5 is not a lens on them. It's a mirror on us. Is there a part of your life that you've kept back from the Lord? Some besetting sin that you've nourished and nurtured? Some area of your life you've not consecrated to Christ? Some little closet in the room of your heart you've kept the key to? What is that thing you've kept back? In fact, that phrase is repeated twice in this passage of Scripture. In verse 2 and again in verse 3, they kept back part. So examine your own heart today. Let the Lord search you. Is there anything you're keeping back, holding back from the Lord? Then, not only did they keep back part, they lied to the Holy Ghost. So, it was one thing not to bring it all, but they said they did. This is the great sin. You know, you can sin against the Holy Spirit. That's a subject for another day. Uh, You can grieve the Spirit. You can quench the Spirit. A lost man may blaspheme the Holy Spirit by outright rejection of him and speak against the Holy Spirit. In this case, they were lying to the Holy Spirit. Who is the Spirit? He's the Spirit of truth. Don't you know the Spirit of truth knows a lie when he hears it? They weren't just lying to men. They were lying to God. I think so often when, when we're in church, we lie. We lie to one another. We, we live as hypocrites. We sing lies. We sing things like, I surrender all, when we haven't. Uh, we, we try to speak spiritually like the Pharisees did, but inwardly, things are not right. Be very careful, friend, because that lie, that facade, that farce is not just directed to men. Peter reminds them it was toward God. You cannot lie to God. God knows everything. And then they not only kept back part and lied to the Holy Spirit, uh, but they, they sought to cover it up together. I'm thinking now of that proverb that says, though hand join in hand, the wicked will not be unpunished. Uh, they had conspired together. In the words of Peter, verse number 9, they agreed together to do this, uh, to, to have some cover-up. They got their story right. And friend, I'm going to tell you, There's nowhere that you can cover up your sin from an all-knowing, all-seeing God. And so here they are, keeping back part, lying to the Holy Spirit, and then seeking to cover it up. May I tell you what their great sin was, the underlying sin of all of this? Uh, What was at the root of it? They didn't fear God. Did you see the, the repeated emphasis here on the fear of God? When Ananias fell down dead, verse 5, great fear came on all the people. When Sapphira was carried out dead, Verse number 11, great fear came upon all the church. There was the right kind of the fear of God. And I want to say to you that if you don't want to sin against the Lord, fear him. I don't mean fear that he's going to get you. 
but rather live in awe of who He is. Acknowledge His Lordship in your life. Uh, live in a, in a heart of worship. And if you will do that, if you will truly fear God, remember, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the, is the beginning of every good thing. And to not fear God is the beginning of every evil thing. The fear of God will help you surrender all instead of keeping back part. The fear of God will help you speak the truth instead of lying to the Holy Ghost. And the fear of God will help you live honest and without guile instead of seeking to cover something up. Friend, just fear God. You're either going to fear God in the beginning or fear God in the end, but you're going to fear God. And I want to encourage you today to fear the Lord and walk in the fear of God. And as you do that, you'll keep your own life from great sin and great tragedy. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.